Yes. <laughs> I know I'm excited too. Welcome to My Life Continues Every Day. Season two. Oh, hello. Look at me. Look at us. We've gone this far. I am Amanda Elu. And I'll be back. My life. My life. Now, one day, one day, my life will continue every day. My life continues every day. Well, my life continues every day. We move. My life continues every day with Amanda Elu. God, we've grown so much. I want to say very special thanks to MLCE family, MLCE tribe, MLCE lovers. I want to say thank you to you who have waited to this moment. For those who inspired me or who moved me, who, especially my friend, <laughs> with so much goodness, she has been on my neck. Chibuzo, Etuzo, she also has been in my neck, these two people, and some other people who keep asking me, when is my life continues every day going to continue? And people who do not hesitate to always call me a podcast at every chance they get, you know, trying to remind me of this part of my identity. I'm so grateful I have you all. Thank you so much for rekindling the fire. It's not like it wasn't there. I had a lot to do. But thank you for pointing out that I really need to go back because this is my life, actually. So I'm glad to have you, you listen to this episode. This is literally the first episode of season two, and I'm happy you're here. What's been happening? Yeah, that's, that's what it is about. Remember, my life continues every day. is basically a journey of my life, career, my career path mostly. And, you know, one or two things in my life. And I know I'm always scared of talking relationships, but I think I might be talking about it, even though I would not reveal some things due to the privacy <laughs> of the persons involved. I have to be that charitable. Yeah. But a lot has happened to me. Forget the accent and forget I'm sounding like this. I have seen Shagay. Yeah. To those from Nigeria who know what this means, I, I've been through a lot and I think a lot of you have been through a lot. That's why it's beautiful that I'm back again, that we're back again to, you know, share these things and remind ourselves that it's okay. It's happening. It will get better. I believe I've seen people whom it got better for. So it will get better. So, but just know you're not alone. I think I'm not alone. I mean, my friend said, there's so much going on in your life, Amanda. You need to go back to my life continues every day, Some, somewhere to vent. I know a lot of people see here as a ranting platform, a venting platform. Some see this as a safe space. Some see this as an entertaining platform. I see it as my life. It is not easy to be this vulnerable. Honestly, sometimes I don't want to talk about the things going on in my life because I want to hide away. Because sometimes you're not getting exactly what you, you know, you bargain for. You work so hard and you think you're going to get the returns as much. You change your job. You think it's going to be perfect you know, or you move to a different place and at the end of the day, it's not working that way and it's not easy for you to come out and say because you know there are a lot of people who you do not know or who you know who in the background are waiting for you to fall. I'm not an enemy kind of person. I don't care, but I know these things happen because I've seen a lot of things and I know some people are just not happy you are happy and some other people are happy you are happy genuinely. They don't even show their face or they do and there are other people who laugh with you but they don't. You know what? I don't want to talk about enemies and fire enemies and friends yet. I just want to talk about my life so first of all how have you been guys how have you been <laughs> i wish you could tell me i wish you could tell me remember that i have um i, I have an mlc tribe on, on whatsapp i think i'm gonna move it to telegram i've been saying this for the longest of time so but let me know i'm charlie mandy on facebook and instagram c-h-a-r-l-e-y 
m-a-n-d-y charlie mandy on instagram on facebook you can find me so you could drop a message you could say hey i want to join the tribe or stuff but most importantly i want you to share your story remember how we do it share your story on this platform if you've got a story you shouldn't exceed six minutes or five minutes you send it over to i am amanda elo at gmail.com see i made it very clear so you send your story via audio send it to me and it'll feature on any episode that it falls into i'm glad to have you all back so let's talk about my life in the past few months since you last heard my voice i have changed my job yes 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 you remember where i was working a radio station in omahe abia state nigeria yes i have moved i moved yes i know someone's like how did you leave the radio i i don't know maybe i'll go back to the radio or not i don't know but right now i'm working with a group that i have been with as a volunteer in 2020 that was i was even there before i started my podcast if i even got my first official job after school so i was basically just a volunteer with them you know it's a christian media platform if you are my friend on facebook or instagram i already gave you my username you could check this out i don't have the right to call the name of this establishment so you could just go find out on my page because it's everywhere it's not some secret society (laughs) this is where i work now this is what i do now i go about asking people questions on the most delicate of topics on you know anything that has to do with life but in relation to their faith so yes i am a jesus girl right now (laughs) doing the lot's work i believe i resigned in july july 2022 from my radio job (laughs) i was scared i talked to a lot of people close to me and i asked questions i consulted i prayed and it seemed like it was pointing towards me leaving well i'm back to that same state i ran to lagos from anambra state my state original state where my family stays so (laughs) apparently i'm back again look at me ah the jonah (laughs) but it's okay um, I think it's better. The terms are better now. It's a lot better. But I wish for more. I wish for something better. Not just more, something better. It's been a roller coaster, guys. When I was leaving, <laughs> you know, it seemed like I had it all figured out. A lot of people, ah, she's brave. She's all that. I had someone close to me who I had to be close to. I am. Um, I have. I have some responsibilities that I have to take care of. So um, staying closer is better. So yeah, that's it. That's um, basically it. And it's not like I cannot take care of these things from anywhere, but presence matters. So, well, I'm here now. And guess where I'm staying, guys? So when I moved from Umwahia, <laughs> I moved from Umwahia and I came into Oka. Yes, Oka is the capital uh, city of Anambra State. Yes, this is where I am. This is where I schooled, actually. And guess what? I came here and I was with my friend, a friend who asked me to come back again and continue this podcast with so much goodness. I'm sorry, I'm calling her name, but man, it's no secret. So I had to stay in her house for one month, August as a whole, until I finally brought a few things together. I don't even want to talk about the stuff that happened eventually after I left my work, you know. I mean, at first it was, I was scared. I was anxious. I was scared. And then I got the whole, you know, I just knew it. I prayed, I prayed about it. And I just knew that this is guiding me towards my purpose. This is tilting me towards my purpose. This new job, yeah? As a Christian journalist, it was, right? I was scared, but I had people encouraging me. It made sense. But I also had people who were telling me, are you sure you want to do this? These and these are the pros and cons. Can you handle it? And I, well, after, you know, thinking about it, I thought I could handle it. But... <laughs> Well, truth is, 
it pays better than where I worked before, but that's not even the thing. It's closed family. I already mentioned that a million times. It's also guiding me towards my purpose. I know that. And it's flexible. So, yeah, that. It has not been without its own faults. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lord. I, you know, I cannot say it one by one because this episode is going to be like 500 minutes. Whatever that means. <laughs> it's going to take time. So, um... I'm just going to say this. I was scared. I'm no longer scared like I used to be when I left my former job. But I can tell you that I've grown. I've seen really scary things. Scary things because this job is a job where you have to meet people you don't know. You just meet people on the street and you give the microphone and you talk with them and with the camera. I've learned so much. I've been in contact with so many people. People I didn't even imagine I would. I mean, you should follow my page. You'd see me. I was actually with one of Nigeria's best acapella group, Vocal Monics. Yes, we had one series together for my Christian media platform um, um, series. So it was interesting. I mean, I get to meet people. It's crazy. It's beautiful. It's nice. It's scary. It's overwhelming. But it's also good because you get to meet new people. I've said this like, okay. <laughs> but no, 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 really, when I say new people, I mean it. And then, you know, some of your friends are willing to share some things. And it's all so nice. It's also beautiful. And doing the work of God, I just feel peace. But, <laughs> oh, Lord, it's tough. It's really tough. Sometimes it's seeming like, you know, there are days, there was one day I was going to shoot. Because you just randomly meet people. Even if you plan with some group of people, you don't do it like every time. So, there was a day I was in a bus, I was coming back. I was so pissed because I had dressed up, moved out to interview people, and every single person I met was just not ready to, you know, talk to me. It was crazy. It's, you know how a journalist can, you know, th- how the work of a journalist can be. You just step out there, you want to get stories, you want to get, you want to feature this, and then, and it was sad. I was in the bus, and there was this voice in my head. I'm going to be talking so much about that voice. I really hope, because that voice is genuine. You know how they say the still small voice? That still small voice has been helping my life. Hey, so that voice told me that day, Amanda, there are days you will step out of your house for this job and you will wonder why on earth did I ever take up this job? Why? But there are other days, girl, that you will step out. And the glory of God will shine. Oh, the glory of God will always be with you. But then this particular one will be so visible. Because you will meet and see things that you would say, ah, What would have happened if I did not take up this job? And honestly, that happened to me, I think, three weeks into my job. Or, yeah, three weeks into my job. And honestly, that has been the case. There are days I step out. And I can barely find a story. I can barely find who to, who, whom to interview. I can barely... Sometimes I don't even have the topic. I'm just wallowing. But there are days. Guys, there are d- You should check my page. You should. <laughs> you should. We're not getting all the likes and the views that we may... It deserves, actually. I think it will happen eventually. But thank God the internet never forgets. So it's there. So someday you're going to go to YouTube and you're going to see it. Right? I believe it's going to come up. But there are days that I step out, guys. And I am proud of this woman. Mm. I am proud of the glory of God in me. I am proud of the grace that I so hold. That emanates from me. Girl, I am like, 
don't know, guys. It's, it's amazing. Some days I don't even know that I'm as strong as I, I, I actually got, you know, you, these things, I, I don't know. These things happen and you say, you this good before? I know you were this good. I did not know you were this good, Amanda. No, apart from me, the kind of people I talk to and the, you know, the vibe I attract and I give to them and the story. Guys, if you hear stories from people, it's almost like my life continues every day. On episodes, we, we just get, a, you know, hear stories of faith from these people. I have heard I've heard, not had, I want to say I've had bad days and then I go for these things and I'm fine. I want to say I have heard the toughest and weirdest of stories. You know how you read the Bible and you hear of Job? I have literally met Jobs from Nigeria. I mean, I have also met, hey, oh, I've met so many kinds of people and I can tell you that hey god you know at some point one day i almost said it while i was interviewing one of them my life continues every day because you hear people tell their stories and you were amazed god is good things are happening you don't have the worst story and you don't even have the best story i i don't know some days i cry some days i laugh it's a beautiful experience some days i'm tough some days i have to open my eyes like some tout you know because you the kind of people you're going to see you have to be all you know a bit rough and stuff and it's interesting they laugh at you because they know you're just you know putting up some front just to show it's it's amazing it's you know now that i was i was i set out to talk about the the toughness of this job but right now that i'm talking I think I appreciate it. Yes, I do. Not even because of um, the rudiments of the job, but because of the soul of the job, because of what I have done and what God has used me to do and what God is using people to do in my own life through this particular journey. I don't even see it anymore as a job. I see it as a mission. It's overwhelming and I'm grateful that I, if, if I ever stop today or any day, I'm glad that I did it. It's amazing. So that's it. So, but then recently, um, you know, a couple of questions coming up in my head. Are you sure you're not supposed to be doing tech, Amanda? Are you sure you're not supposed to be um, somewhere, you know, doing your master's and your PhD? Are you sure you know, all of these things I'm putting them into consideration? Some days I'm just tired. Honestly, I just want to be in my bed. <laughs> not lazy or, you know, wake up and go find stories and post it and do a few of your creative works and just move on, you know, simple like that. But I think I'm more ambitious than that. And I think God has more in stock for me than that. I don't know, but some days it's really overwhelming and scary. Like it is scary for me right now as I'm recording this because I don't know if I'm really doing it right. You know, sometimes I'm scared that I might get to 60 and I'd say if you had listened to some of those your friends who said do this and do this one and do this one. If you had listened to them, maybe by now you wouldn't be broke, you wouldn't be average, you wouldn't be where you are. A lot of questions. And then another one says, when on earth have you ever been in charge of your life, Amanda? You have tried all your life to control it and it doesn't ever work. Why don't you just let go? Letting go is the most difficult thing to do. I tell you, but I, I'm I'm learning. I mean, because I do not even have a choice. Well, it's been like that since August. So um, this is the sixth month. This is January 2023, and it's been what it is. And guess where I live? I live in my former hostel where I lived as an undergraduate. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I have a roommate, as a matter of fact, an interesting person who you will 
here one day on <laughs> i mean you you're going to hear her voice a lot of times so long as i'm still in this space so but right now she's not back yet from the holidays so i know she's gonna be like you started without me but i needed to do this okay so um i i have a roommate you know um i've lived alone in umwahia i mean you know you'd be you'd be saying ah this is a point where you really should be on your own to do this and do that. But I think the growth that I'm getting here is what I need at the moment. It's important to be amongst youths, um, sound, intellectual minds, academic environment. Uh, for me, actually, it's working for me because the kind of things that I'm doing, the kind of work I'm working on, I think I need this place. I mean, I could get it even if I was living alone, but it, I don't know. It just it was it was funny how I eventually decided to settle here coincidentally it all worked out i don't know what's going to happen anyways that's just it you know some days i tell myself why are you here it's like you went back to your past not such a bad past though <laughs> when i was here it was amazing and you know it's a catholic hostel and the chapel is closed you know before i step out for my jobs i for any of my job i just walk to the chapel you know say a few prayers and it's been working for me I've been going through a certain kind of, you know, evolution. It's even more dysgenery. Nobody even knows. <laughs> you know, um, I like this environment. This is where I just want to be, you know, hide away from some kind of noise. There's noise. Oh, there is noise. You, oh Lord, there are so many people in this hostel. And the girls, oh Lord, they have so much to say. So there's noise. But I know I'm talking about the noise of the world and all of that some days i'm just here and just lock myself up and i'm watching netflix and then i go out and do my job and i return and simple you know there's no form of pressure i'm with students for crying out loud there's no amount of pressure they can put on me right now i've gone past that stage to an extent so um there's no pressure to be with some you know do some kind of thing have a certain lifestyle you know have some things or not these things i have them i've taken them back to my house because i used to have a house remember in my hand yeah girl i did get some things i did get some properties <laughs> good enough for me but now i kept them back in my house right my parents so it, i'm just saying that I'm, I'm doing the simple thing because that's what's going to get me through this phase of life. I'm in a phase and I know and I think I will not be able to talk about it properly until I'm out of it. So here it goes again, another phase. Remember, it's been phases upon phases for me. But I'm happy by God's grace. I'm scared. Now about relationships, guys. <laughs> you know, it's not like I've been, you know, um, dating, dating, dating. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, the point is I've been trying to see if love will work, you know over and over again i have had really crazy experiences i mean there's the case where i'm expected by one of this persons to um to become i mean what the what, what this person wants for me is a good thing it's beautiful i'm actually looking out for that thing right now but i want to do it at my own pace i i, oh, I love love and I love companionship, so marriage has always been a beautiful thing for me, and I've always admired it. I have a beautiful family, right? My parents, not perfect, but there are things that happen and are scary, but I, I come from a lovely home, so I want to have a lovely home too, but apparently I think it's not time, because <laughs> things have happened, man, things have happened, you know? One wanted me to, like I said, follow a certain process and pursue something before eventually we start talking about being together forever. 
I, it wasn't working for me. I, it's not at my own. It's not what I want. You know, it was an issue of compromise, and that compromise was just not working. I mean, it's something that would have just worked naturally, but it's not working. And it's something that could still work even if we were married. But it's okay. I get it. It's not the will of God, and it's fine. And we're friends, and uh, he's still looking out for my development and growth. I appreciate that. And that's it. I've also had someone who I thought we were in this together, and apparently he wasn't really, really into me like I wasn't to him. Or maybe... I don't know. I don't know. That's what it seems like. He keeps saying it's not true, but that's what it seems like. And he was, he's, he, you know, you know, when you know someone just isn't into you like they should be, because you've seen them be into somebody before. <laughs> you have seen them be in love with somebody who does not even want them. So you, you see how they act with you. So, you know, that this person is just, this person likes you very well. This person respects you, but that's it. That's just it they don't they're not into you big time and you're the only person into them and you know when you're like that you get to do a lot of things just because you want to be sure that you're feeling it and in the process you might be making mistakes that's what happened to me i was i was going fast below you know it's going down the drain but somehow it's thank god it didn't work out you know why because he's not catholic oh i'm one of the persons who really want to get married to a catholic if it doesn't work in the long run fine but for now it's part of the requirement and, and, and I don't know until until God says no. I mean, I'm sorry if this offends anyone. This does not mean any, I, I have issues against anybody's church. No, it's just I know so much. There's so much I want my children to know. And there's there's a kind of life I want to have. I'm, I'm that kind of person. I'm a sinner, but I'm a Jesus girl. And I'm a church person. And I'm a Catholic. So I'm church and Catholic. So I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to, you know, run the family with someone who's not Catholic. I know we're Christians, but honestly, it's more than that. In the long run, there are things I would want my children to know. This person might find contradictory to their faith, and I don't want, and I, I don't want it to be a problem. I, also, I don't want to force anybody to come to my own denomination just because we're getting married. So no. And trust me, don't even ask me. I have tried with so many non-Catholics. It just didn't work out. It's not prejudice. It just does not work out. If it's not the church, it's something else. So, yeah. Well, it didn't work out. And, I mean, this person wasn't ready for marriage anyway. So, well, 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 that one went off. And then there was another one that has been there since as a friend. But apparently, I don't know. He wasn't going to talk about his feelings because I... He thought that I, I was in a relationship anyways when I met him. So he didn't feel the need to talk about it. That's what he said. But I had always known from the gifts he was given, from the way he was, God, I was pampered by this person. I mean, when I say this pampering, this was happening right after this entire, you know, um, the, the previous ones I mentioned, right? This is the most recent. I was pampered by this person. This person has always known, you know, one or two things going on in my life. And they've always supported financially. You know, financially, this person has always been there. You know, I had the feeling that this person was into me. So I, I, I confronted the first thing. You're into me. This is it. I mean, I was always saying it every time. This thing you're giving, I don't have anything to give you in return. You're giving so much and I don't have. I don't have. And I was serious about it. And he would always say, you don't have to give me anything. I'm doing this because it's what I want to do. I don't know, maybe because I'm myopic, I had always, you know, imagined that there was something attached to it. Well, I'm sorry. But well, whatever, I could be right or not. But let's see. So, hmm, this person, um, you know, would order me food. I mean, this first time, and I live big. Not because of him, of course, I get paid very well by God's grace. 
especially when responsibility is not more than my you know salary for the month because it happens a lot god is good <laughs> this person will you know other food for me and i'll get a call from a delivery guy this could be normal for you listening but it wasn't so normal for me it's like delivery guy and then breakfast lunch you know chocolates and my friend my friend is a baker and she lives behind my hostel so this person has this person's number and (laughs) he has my friend's number so he would always order for some of those things and uh, i had a beautiful time and at each moment i would tell him i don't have anything to give if you spoil me silly and i become very dependent on you i hope it's not gonna be a problem but you know but i was always scared i'm one of those persons right I'm always scared when you give and I'm not able to give back. I'm scared. I don't know if any other person thinks differently but about me, but that's not who I am. I'm always afraid of not being able to give you what you're giving me. It's a big deal. In fact, it might have affected my relationship at some point. Some of my relationships. If I feel that it's not, I'm not, it's not being reciprocated either from you or I'm not able to reciprocate. I, I feel like I, so there is a parasitic relationship going on. And so it was a big deal for me at this last person. I was always complaining. I feel you're making me a charity case. It sounds crazy, right? But this person seemed like this person was love bombing because at some point, yeah, this person wanted to ask me. This person asked me out, but I wasn't sure anymore. I wasn't, I did confront him, but I wanted him to say it so that I would be sure of the page we were in. There's no need us lying to each other and at the end of the day we might make mistakes that we don't want to make, you know, and we're claiming we're just friends. That's not true. I, if there's anything I've learned is to not lie to myself. So, well, it was a big deal. This person was always trying to give and give and I was always afraid because I, I, I felt like I wasn't able to give this person what they needed. And yes, this person wanted attention, which I thought I couldn't give and I knew I could not give. That kind of attention, I didn't have it. And even if I did, I wasn't going to give it to someone who I wasn't dating, you know, and it was a big deal at some point, you know, well, unfortunately, at some point I began to, you know, start considering the whole thing. And he was also not Catholic and he said he was not going to change because he doesn't. And that was nice of him. He said, I'm not going to change just because of you, because that would be a lie to myself. I want to do it if I want to do it because I am convinced that I should move to the Catholic Church. And it made sense, but I was still not going to marry him. So, and there were other factors. I'm still human. I still have to think. There are things I have to think about. If these things are not going to work, I can't just walk into it. But I, I, we're just cool. We're just moving on. We're cool. But I was still having issues with him. Always spending on me. <laughs> okay. Um, but I wasn't a bad person. I mean, he said it too. I'm honest. You, you're good. And that's the thing. You, you, you overthink these things too much. You're just an amazing person and I just want you to know you're amazing. And so I'm just doing these things because you're an amazing person. You're my friend. You know, I want to get married to you. Let's get married. Let's do this. But if you don't, it's fine. I mean, I thought it was, you know, but at some point, I mean, this is the person who was, who was almost always there, especially since I left Umoya to this place. Financially, mostly. I don't even ask. I don't even know how to ask him. Do you understand? I don't know how to ask this person. So this person is one person who gives even without me asking. Very good person. Um, to me, with the whole finance. I mean, yeah, at least. But I guess he, I don't know, he, I don't know, he had other plans. I mean, I said, yeah, I wasn't going to marry him. But I didn't throw him away because there were times when I was going to throw him away. But we all reconciled and we're all back again. And he, knew, I feel, I gave him all the clues that I was beginning to be interested. Okay? But... Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what he thought. 
I don't know. I mean, it wasn't easy for me to just all of a sudden get married to you, right? I, 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 my 2021 was adventurous as far as trying to find love is concerned. And I'm not talking about the years before. 2022, that's last year, is adventurous when it comes to love and trying to find love. You know, there are other people I'm not even mentioning because I, we, we, I just made sure I did not make it go as far as a month. We, like, I did not make it a thing. What am I saying, a month? I didn't even give it a room. So things were happening. There were people who were coming who I would say, could, could this be it? Could it? You know, it was just, I'm sorry, but this is my life I'm talking about, sir. Maybe you think I would have been wiser or something, whatever. But... So um, I wasn't just going to delve into a relationship just like that. And not with this person who has been there, who has been, I, actually, I've always seen this person as a stalker. You know, he was always there. He just knew always the right moment to jump out and, you know, give you one or two things. And he would say, no, I'm not doing this because I want to get anything from you. I just want to do it because I care about, I just feel you need it, you know, which is very scary. Oh, well, in summary, just when I was thinking that maybe something could begin, just when I was thinking something could begin, I paid him a surprise visit in his house and guess what? He asked me out of his house. Yup, I'm not telling the full story surrounding it, but pfft. so yes, you might say I went there on an, it was a surprise visit and he had made me, you know, he made it seem like he loved it. It was part of his fantasy. When we would talk in the past, he would say, I know you don't want to come visit me. I mean, I visited him actually. I, I did visit him on a few occasions, but then he was always if he said, please, please, let's, let's meet, come on, come around and all of that, right? So this was the very first time I was going to do it without him asking me because I felt like, okay, fine, this is my friend. And he was going through something at the time. Well, let me visit this person. Uh, let's, let's have a good time. I don't want to tell him. I, I, I feel he's going to spoil the whole thing. I just want him to know that, well, it's not like I can pay him for all he's been doing financially. I also, I just want him to know that in as much as I'm, I'm very stubborn about the whole marriage thing right now. And in as much as I'm keeping my, you know, I just, I'm taking it slowly. He's, to an extent, my friend now. He's my friend. He actually is my friend. At least from the past few months, he has been there. So, um, mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? So I visited him and, well, me, he said he wasn't comfortable with me coming to his house. Yes, that happened. He asked me out of his house and I was stranded. He wanted me to go. He, wanted, he was going to pay for my tea fair home, but I didn't want to take it up. I, I mean, I had my dignity to pick it up. I mean, you know, I mean, and you know, that night when I called him to find out why he did what he did, no, he called me to know if I got home safely. <laughs> Crazy. I, he just asked and then he ended a call and I called him back to know what happened. He said he wasn't going to talk to me, that he didn't want to talk. No, he wasn't going to pick the call. He sent a message. I'm trying my best not to tell the full story, but I also don't want to sound like I'm telling just half of the story. So you don't think I'm the good one here and he's the bad one. I just want you to know how it is. So I'm giving you bits and pieces, but I'm giving you just what it is. He said he didn't want to talk. So I, I, I let go. And now he wants to come back into my life like nothing happened. You know, people think sometimes you could just wake up and say, I'm sorry, and then everything just goes away. I still am anxious. I still, no, I'm, I still have anxiety attack anytime I remember what happened. It's crazy. I've never been asked out of anybody's house before. He didn't do it violently, by the way. 
but he just came over and said i'm not comfortable with you being in my house and i'm like wow in my head i've been to your house a couple of times and it's not like i'm a thief or something and you've never complained of anything and it seemed to me like you'd love company but who knows so i didn't argue i left and i called that night to know what it was i mean i i mean i, I bumped into your house so you have the right to but i mean i would have gone the next day something but it's okay I know my worth, <laughs> so I, I'm moving on. And this person is, you know, coming back and all that. I have forgiven him, but I don't know about being together with this person anymore, not even as a friend, because I would always remember that day. And it's not out of wickedness, but guys, I've been through a lot, a lot that I cannot even say on this podcast, a lot that is hurting the hell out of me, especially from people who have been rooting for and giving my love to it's crazy especially when your instinct has been warning you and warning you but thanks to jesus oh there was one thing that happened before i left for his house for that surprise i went into the chapel and i said to god i'm about to say yes to this guy if he pops the question tonight i'm saying yes because what's all this he's been so kind in fact that morning the day i surprised him he has sent he has sent something to my family for christmas yes that's how serious it is yes something for to my family for christmas and he um we were cool so (laughs) that's why it was it's still a surprise why he asked me out of his house we're cool he was even telling me of his ex who was married i mean i'm it's okay well i asked god you better show me this is the man I guess that was the sign, so that's why I'm so mad, but it's not going to leave my head anytime soon. Well, that's my story in summary. So that, that's how my 2022 ended. And this is 2023. And um, at, this moment, at this point, I just want to do my podcast and hide in my bed and sleep and watch Netflix movies and just move on there's so much i'm overwhelmed but i'm also i'm happy i've been blessed oh i have been blessed i had an amazing family time this christmas <laughs> i cooked and cooked and cooked the hell out of my life my parents were so happy it was amazing we had good time. I've, I've had amazing things happen for me miracles have happened i've entered places that i did not expect myself to enter last year gotten connections that ordinarily i would not so it's still beautiful there are things i'm looking out for and i hope they finally happen for me because I deserve joy too, don't I? <laughs> and you too. But one thing I know is, with all of this happening, I am not losing nothing. I know who I am. And until my watch is ended, my life continues every day. So I've had 37 minutes with you. <laughs> this has been the longest. And this is just an intro. I just wanted us to know that this is what's up. So story of my life 101 or 201 uh yeah okay so i think in subsequent episodes you are going to be hearing more voices yes more voices not just like before but let's just say keep your fingers crossed okay keep your fingers crossed the point is i love to be real on this podcast i want to be real because it's a story of my life and the story of other people's lives i don't want to make it seem some superficial whatever whatever in due time We're going to add adjustments and modifications and all of that. But you all know me. I don't have that time. I know I should do it. But I think this platform means a lot to me and a lot of people. It's more than just some podcast that I'm trying to find face, you know, or fine tune to fit into some genre that is going to sell. I pray it sells. But this is a space where people talk about the, the hardest things 
of their life so i really don't want to make it look like some business so just i'm sorry if this season two is starting on a note that you maybe you wanted it to be some kind of flashy and stuff i'm sorry i'm just telling the story of my life that's what i do on this podcast though we'll do better but just know this you will hear my story that's what i do and i pray it gets better i'm gonna share the good and the bad that's for sure thank you so much for being with me and i wish you a very wonderful new year i love you and no matter what happens your life should continue every day because my life continues every day. I'm Amanda Elu. Follow me on social media. Uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, it is Charlie Mandy. On LinkedIn, it's Amanda Elo. I'd be expecting your stories. And on Anchor FM, you can always leave me reviews if you have any. So thank you so much. God bless you. And may his angels protect you. Amen. Bye. I'm living a good life, no stress and no strife Every day I keep moving up Monday to Sunday, steady falling If I'm a cannabis, I want to talk about it